Hey everybody, this is Taylor Rotwell back with another Laravel snippet. It is January 10th here in the office, 2020. I think this is my first snippet of the new year. Um, so I'm excited to get back and rolling and I've kind of got a new, uh, I guess you could say series I'm going to kick off today. But first, uh, I wanted to give you some updates on some Laravel things. So today we just launched multi-domain support in Laravel Vapor. So what this means is that you can point multiple domains, even different root-level domains, to a single Vapor project. Of course, Vapor is a serverless deployment platform for Laravel. Uh, previously, you could only point one domain per project, or uh, you could have like wildcard subdomains, but now you can point multiple different root domains. Mohammed worked on that feature, and we got that shipped out this morning. I put Laravel Airlock into beta a couple days ago, and I don't think I've done a, uh, a snippet since that was kind of a thing. So Laravel Airlock, I called it a featherweight SPA authentication package, and also it handles personal access tokens for like third-party API tokens. Um, it has had nothing to do with OAuth, um, so if you need something like more robust and OAuth-related, you should use Laravel Passport. But I really wanted to fill a niche where I thought, there's a lot of people that are writing SPAs or want something very simple to authenticate uh, with their backend. And Passport can feel a little heavy handed for that if you don't really need any of the OAuth uh, power. So I wrote Laravel Airlock to fill that gap and give you a really simple authentication package for SPAs as well as a simple API token package where you can have multiple tokens per users and those tokens can expire. They can have abilities and scopes and things like that without all the sort of baggage of OAuth. Um, so that is in beta. That's at github.com slash Laravel slash airlock. That will go into stable release when Laravel 7 comes out in February. Of course, if you're surprised by me saying Laravel 7, you might not be aware that Laravel now follows semantic versioning. So every major version we release or every version we release that has any breaking changes at all, we have to increment that first number to follow that standard. Um, we also shipped out um, tax rate support in Cashier version 11, which is the upcoming version of Cashier. I don't think that's been released yet. Um, Dries has been working on some of those features. Uh, so that's a handy feature if you need to handle multiple different tax rates and your subscriptions and things like that. That is now going to be supported in Cashier 11. And James Brooks has been taking a break from Nova to work on Forge database backups. This is a big new feature we're working on for Laravel Forge. Um, so we'll probably be working on that over the coming weeks and making sure that's really polished up. And then we can ship that out so that you can schedule database backups right from the Forge UI. And like I said, I wanted to kick off a new series uh, this year. I'm calling it Artisan Inspire. And it's where I just kind of share um, inspiration and thoughts about life in general and programming. Um, it's partly inspired by quotes I'm reading in a couple of books. So every day I read Leo Tolstoy's Calendar of Wisdom, as well as Ryan Holiday's Daily Stoic. And each week I'll just kind of share some things that stuck out to me from that week and you know how I think they can be used to sort of improve our lives as programmers. And one quote that stuck out to me this week was from Leo Tolstoy's book where he says, it's better to know a few things which are good and necessary than many things which are useless and mediocre. And it just really made me think about how in life and in programming, there's sort of information overload. Um, with 24-hour news networks, social media, we basically have a fire hose of news spraying at us at all times. And the crazy thing is, for many of us, very little of this news will actually affect how we live today. Um, 
It doesn't help us in managing that tough project at work or dealing with a difficult family member or conquering your own personal struggles. And for many of us, it's just noise. Um, and I shared uh, the other day on Twitter that I found two text-only versions of large news sites, NPR and CNN. And I prefer these because I don't like a lot of ads on news sites, even though I'm sympathetic to their need to monetize those sites and pay their staff and infrastructure. Um, I also don't like sponsored stories on news sites that kind of blend in with actual news stories. And, you know, news has just become kind of entertainment and noise. And, you know, how many times have you gone to a news website and seen the headline, you won't believe what X said or about Y, or you won't believe this. And you sort of have to click into it and they can show you more ads because you clicked and they're sort of baiting you into generating more ad revenue for them instead of trying to present to you the information that's actually relevant to you. Um, you can see this also in political debates have also become essentially entertainment, you know, highly produced events where each candidate is given a small amount of time to talk about uh, various issues and sound bites are really what people are after. And uh, so for 2020, I think I'm really trying to focus on what is actually good and necessary for my life. What's actually going to make my life better? What's going to make me a better programmer? Is it, you know, chasing every single fad and every single blog article and every single piece of noise I can attach myself to? Or is it buckling down and really focusing on some core technologies and really mastering them and improving myself as a programmer and improving myself as a person? What's actually going to improve the way I live? What's going to make me a more happy, fulfilled, and peaceful person? Um, and if it's not contributing to that goal, then it's just noise and I should cut it out. Um, there's a lot of tools in programming, a lot of approaches to programming, and you don't want to get caught up in, in, in an endless cycle of, you know, of reading or browsing or barely scratching the surface of things. Sit down and learn a couple of technologies thoroughly. Uh, sit down and try some new approaches to building things. If they work, great. If they make your code demonstrably better, if they don't make your code demonstrably better, then discard them, regardless of what you know, the hive mind on the internet says. You know, stick with the things that's actually working for you and improving your life. And I think that will be um, a great improvement for all of us, really. There's just so much noise everywhere. All right, so that's my first uh, check-in here, my first snippet for 2020. I hope your year's off to a great start. And I'll be back next week with another update.